Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! We're back! That's right. We're back in the saddle, riding your mom. Yeah, she likes it. <laughs> She's a dirty birdie. So, welcome everybody. We are the Jumpman Podcast Weekly Video Game Slash uh, Movie Podcast. Every single goddamn week. Unless one of us gets into a horrific car accident... And then and then we and then, and then we have a buy. Yeah, we take take a week off. Now I had uh, it's it's actually my fault. Um, oh, you know I've been boosting cars, and uh, you know there was a shady <laughs> yeah. English guy that cars furniture out of wood. I told him I could get him this car. <laughs> I didn't. So then he was gonna kill me unless Chad boosted fifty cars in one night. It's true. Chad got forty nine, and then he got to Eleanor, and unfortunately he got in a car accident trying to get that last one. So. I think. Eleanor, I think you meant. I think you meant to say uh, Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, it's kind of my fault. I should have been better, and I'm out of the car boosting business now. You should have. You should have known, Eric. When uh, you know, if you're gonna steal cars for a guy who crafts things out of wood and has like a nickname for himself, and it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. He's not exactly like your 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 grade A transformer. Do you, do you remember the Transformers episode where like met like some some like young Latino kid got like mixed in with the Decepticons car boosting industry. Yeah, yeah, didn't he boost like a shitty Autobot? Yes. He was like blue and yellow and he talked weird. <laughs> I don't I don't know his name, but like apparently all you need to do to disable um any Autobot that transforms into a car is there's this one cable instead of an engine in, in like under the hood. And you just kind of like nick that. Yeah. And it's done. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, like season 2 of the Transformers Generation 1. The season two uh, Autobots pretty much sucked. There was just like a uh, fucking Perceptor. Oh, fuck. Is he? A microscope. Uh, I, th- I think that's his real name. It's like, oh, what's this on your uh, on your license? Oh, it's F. Perceptor. What does that stand for? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Perceptor. Perceptor, the guy that we're talking about, he was blue. He was a race car, so he should have been cool, but he was shitty. And then, uh, like, a bunch of weird ones, like Sea Spray and Cosmos. And wait, Sea <laughs> Spray? Yeah. Wait, wait, was that was that the fucking episode where the Transformers like with Yeah, yeah, that's the Sea Spray dated a chick. He dated a woman. I think. I think that's the one. Like they were gonna yeah. have sex and stuff. That was weird. That was really ultra weird. As a kid I was like, wait a second, do not go into the water that turns you into a person. Don't do it, don't do it, it's gonna kill you. Oh, and he did it. Yeah, the only God. good Autobot from that season was Warpath, because he was a tank and he kinda looked like a crimson ninja. But he was like a mini tank. Okay. So was it, it wasn't even a badass tank like the Decepticons triple changer tank. Yeah, man. The Decepticons had a leg up on all the Autobots. I think that's why, like, it's cool. It's kind of cool to ride with the Decepticons because, really, when you're up against a bunch of nerds and sissies. Yeah, I mean, let, let's think about it. What's the lamest Decepticon transformation versus the lamest Autobot, which is obviously Perceptor, who's a <laughs> yeah. microscope? He's like, <laughs> Perceptor, and it's like, all right. Perceptor, get your ass over here. I want you to analyze this shit on my foot. Yeah, so I mean, you had those uh, reflector, those three guys, they turned into cameras. I mean, see, that was actually the was like, okay. I, I wanted like a working camera transformer. That mm-hmm. sounded cool. That's true. You could take naked pictures of people. I mean, even the lamest guy to come flying out of Shockwave's like rib cage is, uh, or Soundwave, excuse me, was, was decent. There was like, there was like a palette swap. Mm-hmm. Of uh, like what was it? Rumble and um, Rumble Frenzy. 
were the two dudes, and then mm-hmm. you had Laserbeak and Ravage and Rapat. Yeah, exactly. You only needed, like, one or two, but instead he had, like, a bunch of palette swaps, like, hiding in his nipples. Yeah, I guess there weren't really any lame Decepticons early on. I mean, once the, you know, once it went eventually, they got kind of shitty. Well, well, hang on, hang on. All right, so instead of comparing Decepticons to Autobots, because that's, you know, you're just, that's a losing battle... Why don't we compare the lamest master of the universe to the lamest Autobot? Okay, well, well, one more side note on Perceptor. Yes. How the fuck did Perceptor survive Transformers the movie (laughs) when all the badass Autobots got killed? I mean, Prime, Ironhide, Prowl, Brawn, guys that were known for fucking shit up all got wasted, and yet the fucking microscope somehow lived, and he lived through, like, crazy amounts of shit during that movie. Like, he survived everything. Even Ultra Magnus got killed. Everyone got fucking killed at one point, except the microscope. That's be- that's because, Eric, you know, like, Dodgeball has taught me many things, many things about the universe, and one of them is uh, the guys on the front lines are, like, the best hitters. You know, you want to take them out first. Yeah. So, like, if somebody looks like they have, like, an arm and they can, like, throw... And they might be like a danger to you and your team. You fucking take them out. But the last person in dodgeball is always, every single time, the person who just hit out next to like the corner, way back next to like the bleacher boards. You know, you know, you know the type, the guy who's just like, or the girl who's just like, I don't even want to play. I'm just gonna stand mm-hmm. here and like dodge balls. That is true. Like if you were sucked at dodgeball, you went all the way up against the wall, and it was hard to hit them because they were so far away. Right. They had time to dodge, and they had no interest in actually throwing a ball over. So, yeah, I guess... I, I mean, because Perceptor survived in Cup, the fucking senior citizen of Autobots. <laughs> the worst name ever. It's like, just get, <laughs> get... Like, dude, all right, all right. I can see how, like, the other cop on the Autobots beat, Jazz, got his name. Okay. You know, he's voiced by Scatman Crothers. Awesome. All right, Officer Jazz. I could see that. You know, but Officer Cup? It's just... I mean, like... It, it's it, it. The ways we would call him like Officer Bedpan. Well, I mean, Jazz, Jazz wasn't a cop though. That was Prowl. Oh, wasn't he? Jazz was Wait. the Porsche. Oh, my bad. Prowl I always thought he was cop. a cop, or maybe he's a cop now. I don't know. No, Prowl turned into the cop car. Ah, yeah, all right, all right. That makes more sense. And by the way, he was easy to take over too. Like uh, early episode, uh, Prowl got damaged, and he like his guidance systems were off, and he like sent. I don't know, electronically, he was looking for someone to guide him, and fucking Chip was on a little computer, and then Chip, like, activated his uh, controls. <laughs> fucking Chip. <laughs> Actually, no, I I don't know enough about Chip, Chip to like him or hate him. I hate Perceptor. He yeah, sucks. Yeah. Like, his voice was his voice was weird. I understand when you have, like, five dudes in recording booth, and you're like, all right, I can do uh, ten voices. Uh, I can do ten and this weird one. Well, we need, like, 30 characters. Yeah, Perceptor sucked. And he couldn't save Optimus Prime. Let's face it. A better I, if Ratchet was still alive, but unfortunately Ratchet died earlier in the movie. Uh, Ratchet could have saved Prime. See, the Decepticons did not have a mob doctor, I think. But mm. uh, the the Autobots they had like they had the medic on their side. So when when he went down, it was like all over, dude. Well, not only that, but like Wheeljack was kind of like a brainy Autobot, you know, a man of all, jack of all trades, and he died in the movie also. So like. Damn. It's kind of like when you play Dr. Dodgeball yes. in gym class, and the, the one doctor can heal you if you get out. I mean, you just kill the doctor, uh. and then eventually you're going to win. So it's like the Septicons that killed the ambulance right off the bat, and they're like, ha, 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 we finally figured out how to beat you guys. Damn. Well, and that, and they used the laser blast that actually hurt. I feel like <laughs> I feel like when the Decepticons at the beginning of the movie raided the the Autobot ship, the Autobots are like, "No, it's okay, dudes. We're just gonna use the laser blasts that sort of tingle, like every single episode." Yeah. 
And, uh, <laughs> and Megatron shows up and he's like, it's film, bitches. It's for real this time. <laughs> I've always made up my own fake excuse why the Decepticons lasers killed in the movie and never the cartoon. Yes. And my excuse is that the Autobots were running low on Energon. Their, mm. So their life support systems were already kind of shaky. And the Decepticons ruled Cybertron at that point. So they had more Energon. So maybe they were like juiced up. Oh. So maybe they had more power to their laser blast while the Autobots were kind of running on fumes. I mean, they had to transport uh, Energon to uh, Metroplex in the beginning of that movie, right? Isn't that what the shuttle was for? I I, I think so. Or they were going to bring Energon back. Yeah, yeah. Some kind yeah. of Energon run. Yeah, so I mean, like, they were, like, scavenging it. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were, like, they were on reserve battery power, and then the Decepticons were just, like, fully charged. I gotcha. Oh wait, and then and then the 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 end of the movie where they go into Unicron, that's like prison dodgeball. In prison dodgeball, you have like if you get out, you don't just uh, you don't just get out of the game. You go to the back of the uh, other per- the other side, and you stand up against the wall, and you have to have one part of you touching against the wall. But if you catch a ball, you can run back to your side, and you're back in the game. And we call it prison dodge. But that's just like when they're in Unicron and they're like, dude, hey, there's some Autobots just kind of hanging out. They haven't been digested yet like mm-hmm. everybody else. And they, uh, and they totally free them and they get like a bunch of new dudes to fight by their side. How much did it suck? There's an Autobot assembly line or a, a robot assembly line and they're being dropped one at a time into a, vas of a-, a vat of acid. And we're watching them die slowly. It's just disgusting, to be honest. Yeah. And then, then the Autobots actually see their old buddies, Jazz, Bumblebee, Cliffjumper, and the human, Spike. They're about to get dropped in the acid, and they manage to, uh, you know, the little kid, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel uses the laser on his <laughs> robot exoskeleton suit, and he shoots down one of the hinges to the vat of acid, closes it, and our Autobots that we've always come to know and love are alive. How much does it suck to be the robot right before <laughs> our guys who got dropped into the acid and that fucking little kid, Daniel, just, just shot immediately because he was like i can't do it and like his dad had to talk him into it yeah sucks to be that last robot that got dropped in i know and i think we see him too oh yeah they were all like yeah and and he's like dad you'll hurry the fuck up or your dad is going to fucking die yeah and it also kind of sucks because there was robots behind them in line but of Mm -hmm. course they didn't have a way to get out of unicron so they all blew up Damn. They're like, yeah, we survived the acid, and then the Autobots all took off on a shuttle, and they're like, oh shit, they didn't, they didn't wait for us, so we're all gonna <laughs> die anyways. They were just background. I mean, honestly, they could have. I mean, who knows? Unless those were the last ones eaten, were our Autobots, because you didn't see Unicron eat any other planets after that in sequence. This is very true. Th- th- this comes from a man who has thought about this long and hard for way longer than any any mortal man should. Well, it always pissed me off in the beginning when the Decepticons uh, smashed through the Autobot shuttle and killed four of our Autobots, including a couple of my favorites. Right. It always pissed me off. That I was like, how the fuck did you guys not understand that the Decepticons were smashing through your hull? <laughs> yeah. Until I found the, um, the storyboard. The mm. storyboard from the original 80s movie, someone uploaded it. And it actually showed, and this was cut from the movie, that they were actually in an asteroid field. And asteroids were hitting their shuttle. And so when the Decepticons came and started smashing through it, they thought they just got hit by another asteroid. Oh, that's interesting. And that's why they were total dumbasses to to why 15 Decepticons started smashing through their hull. It finally wasn't until Ironhide was like, 
Yo, do you fucking hear some heavy metal music? <laughs> That's right. Blasting from like, the back. It's a of destruction. Like, who's fucking playing that? This sounds like some Decepticon death metal. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so I Hell mean, yeah. So so that's why I was I was like, how the fuck did you guys not understand they were smashing through your shuttle and you were just staring straight ahead, but they were in an asteroid field, so they just thought it would they got hit again. So Eric, this is why uh, you should you should pull like a Terry Brooks and do the novelization of the Transformers movie because you've been thinking about this stuff. I would like to do novelization, except that I would just drastically change what actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> and by you the way should. and by the way, that came out in two thousand five. I mean, sorry, it came out in 86, but it was set in 2005, and Daniel had a hoverboard, and we don't have fucking hoverboards yet. Just like in Back to the Future, when he goes into 2015, they had hoverboards, and we're almost there, and I don't see any hoverboards coming in our future, so fuck you, future movies about the future, where we get hoverboards, and now we're alive for that time, and there's no fucking hoverboards. I know, and and in the future, they had heavy metal, and and, and tons of sweet, sweet synth, uh, like, electro-pop. I mean, that I, was that was just it. I mean, I guess I'm also happy that you know the Terminator movies haven't come to fruition either. <laughs> but you know, I like to be picky. <laughs> yeah, you know, one one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take hoverboards over world peace and any world hunger. How's that? Fuck yeah, man! Because I can survive on a hoverboard. That's right. Screw everybody else. I won't need my horse and a shotgun. I'll see my hoverboard and a shotgun. That's right. And you can you can fly over Africa. At the end. It's so long, suckers. America. I need a little energon and a lot of luck. <laughs> well, dude, I will tell. You, all right, I, I'm going to tell you something really quick. Okay. And that is, uh, Hasbro got ready to sue the shit out of a, a My Little Pony uh, fighting game that was developing <laughs> on the side for two years. Oh, that's awesome <laughs> that it's a fighting game. It sucks that they're getting sued. Uh, well, they're not getting sued, but like Hasbro like sent them the cease and desist, oh, okay. which is like. Uh, which like I took I took one one look at the story and I was like, duh, duh. <laughs> like how many times over the last twenty years have fan games been shut down by like you know like the owners of the IP? Uh-huh. Like it just goes to show if you're developing a fan game, do not release any pictures, any news, any anything until like it's ready, until it's like out. And then you can just release it to the internet, you know, um, and and not get a season to desist litter. Yeah, that's. Or if very you do, true. it's too late. Uh, so speaking of Hasbro, I can dump on them for a second. Go ahead. I just watched Battleship the movie. Oh, dude! So Liam Neeson <laughs> in a movie does he get killed? Well, unfortunately, and we can spoil the shit out of this movie because it came out in May. So fuck you right. guys. You had a chance to watch it. it Nobody was, it, did. <laughs> it was it was critically panned. Um. Well, it's a two-hour movie. Okay. The first half hour and the last half hour are really good. Hmm. Maybe well, maybe not really good. They're good. They're enjoyable. It's kind of like Independence Day. Yeah. You know, it's like serious, but it's not serious, and you can kind of enjoy it. But the hour in between sucks so hard. Aww. Like the characters just aren't that good and stuff. And coincidentally, Liam Neeson is in the first half hour and the last half hour. Oh well, there you go. There's like a so- the aliens erect a force field that keeps most of the <laughs> Navy out, and so Liam Neeson is forced to sit on the sidelines because we all know if Liam Neeson had been able to get at those aliens, they'd be dead already. Oh yeah, dude. They're like, wait, wait. What do we have? The 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 wolf punching. I will find you, guy. Get him in force field. Yeah. So unfortunately, on the other side is just the uh, Gambit from the Wolverine movie and and uh, Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh my god. So I told you, it's like you know, it's like Independence Day. Instead of Will Smith, you got Rihanna. Shine bright like a diamond. 
I, li- I had to listen to that song coming home, and I'm like, every time she says diamond, I'm like, finish the word. Yeah. Finish the word. There's a D at the end of diamond. Yeah, I mean, the, the characters just weren't as strong as Independence Day. They weren't as much fun. But the last half yeah. hour was kind of cool because um, they really they gave a shout-out to handicapped people and to seniors. Oh, really? So a handicapped senior, like, won the day? Well, basically. The, well, first of all, there's a war veteran. <laughs> there's a war veteran that got both his legs blown off. Mm-hmm. And so he's got two uh, replacement legs. Right. And the whole time he's like, I can't do it. I can't, you know, I can't make it and stuff. But in the end, he gets in a fist fight with an alien and just beats the shit out of him. Damn. Well, they didn't handicap his fists. I know. So that was that was cool. And then at the end, all the battleships are destroyed except for, like, the Missouri, like, one of the ones from Pearl Harbor. <laughs> and so, like, they jump onto it. And a bunch of... Uh, what? And a bunch of seniors that used to be in the Navy that they were being honored in the beginning of the movie yeah. are, like, one of the only people left alive. So, mm-hmm. like, Rihanna and Gambit are like, yo, old people, we need some more crew. And they're like, fuck, yeah, we got this. And they start playing some ACDC. And, <laughs> and like, Gambit, Rihanna, and the old people get on this old school ship and then and somehow Seriously? beat the shit out of the aliens. Yeah, it was hilarious. What? It was hilarious. Just that there's just a, such a bad hour in the middle. I took, like, a 10-minute nap. Wow. So. Well, I'm not surprised. Oh, well, you know, that's funny that you mentioned, like, Independence Day because, like, you know, uh, Independence Day, basically the human race was saved by a drunk guy with, like, mental problems. Yeah. You know, he was, like, he, he kept telling everybody he had been, like, probed by an alien. He was, like, a booze hound, terrible father, you know, and then they're, like, we need pilots. It doesn't matter who, as long as you can fly a plane. Get the crazy guy from a Christmas story into the cockpit. Isn't it weird <laughs> to think that now in, in our present day time that Randy Quaid is as crazy as he was in those movies? It's kind of funny. Like, he is those characters. But, uh, I mean, you know, Battleship, it ain't the worst movie in the world, but the whole problem was they spent $200 million on it. If you, oh. if you spent $50 million on this movie, you'd mm-hmm. have to obviously got to cut back on a lot of effects and stuff like that. If you spent $50 million on this movie, release it in March and stuff, it could have done okay. But you put two hundred million into it, which was a fucking stupid ass mistake. So it was doomed from the start, and it wasn't that good. So, 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 all right, okay, that that, that pretty much lived up to my expectations. Yeah. So, dude, over over in video game slash comic book land, uh, have you seen what just came out for uh, Injustice? For Injustice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the new uh, the new DC fighting game. Yeah, they've been releasing like little tidbits of their comic every uh, every few days or every week. It's like Injustice dot dot Gods Among Us or something. Yeah, but basically they're setting up like they're giving everybody like a reason, like like setting up kind of like the story, and then also like all right, and then why uh, why would this happen? Why would everybody be fighting all at the same time? It's this crazy like apocalyptic scenario. So the DC versus Mortal Kombat went over so well that now it's just DC and they cut out the Mortal Kombat guys. Pretty much. Exactly. And people still talk about, like, that stuff, especially on YouTube, where people, like, you know, post, like, their dream matchups, mm-hmm. you know. And it's pretty fun to see, like, you know, superheroes fighting each other. Yeah. So, uh, so, so last week, uh, something, something that was actually kind of, like, wicked cool happened, which was uh, Scarecrow put Kryptonite into uh, his fear gas mm. and, hit, and hit Superman with it. Oh, okay. So Superman was affected by fear gas. I like it. Yeah, and so Superman Superman is, like, seeing hallucinations, and they can't give him the vaccine fast enough for him to grab what he thinks is Doomsday and drag Doomsday out into space. And then uh, I think the Fear Guys wears off, and he's he's holding Lois Lane out in space, 
but also realizes that there's a second heartbeat coming from her uterus. Oh, shit. Yeah. So he, he Superman, kills Lois Lane and his unborn child. What? Really? Yep. Boom. Wait. Done. No, no. Lois Lane got killed in a comic book. Well, in, in you know, like, like a video, like a comic book that builds up a video game. So it's so. non-canon. It's just a tie into this game. Yeah, so it's like all fun, all like people are dying all over the place. So, so when this game eventually comes out, that's the storyline. The Superman is just racked with guilt because he killed Lois and a baby. Yeah, but actually, two days ago, <laughs> two days ago they they posted more of this comic, and it's like, all right, well, Superman, the fear gas is worn off. What does he do when he gets back? Can can you take take a wild guess? Well, first of all, I would like to say that that wasn't Superman's greatest fear. Oh. When Scarecrow hits Superman with his greatest fear, he's like, oh my god, everyone knows I'm gay! <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I've tried so hard to, to hide it. That, that's what really happens when Scarecrow doses him. Yeah? Yeah. It was, it, so, the Man of Steel was just waiting for the right time to come out of the, the super closet? Yeah, he just didn't think he'd be accepted. He's like, people already are alien xenophobic against him. Mm-hmm. So he didn't want to be a gay alien because, no, you know, too much prejudice <laughs> in the world. I think everybody knew. It's like when um, when when that when that CNN anchor with the uh, silver hair came out. Oh, what's his name? He has his own show now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah, him, the 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 heir to whatever fortune. When he came out, everybody was like, "Duh." Yeah, I think it would be the same uh, way with Superman. Anderson Cooper. Yes, thank you. Great, great guy. Awesome dude. Also, like, pretty pretty clear that that uh, his like his clean his clean cut uh like uh chiseled uh what you call it personage i was like all right there are some there are some hints and signals in there so what actually happened to superman then would you just go back in time to fucking change it or what nope he comes he comes back down finds the joker and puts his hand through his chest bam the joker joker's like i'm not even the fucking scarecrow i didn't even do anything <laughs> well you're a dick anyway so ah you're on I my know. list <laughs> he comes he, he's he, like he, you laughed at me when it happened <laughs> I think he just wanted an excuse, really. He's just like, you know, I've never liked that guy. Yeah, every time Batman doesn't kill you, you kill thousands of people in Gotham, so this is kind of overdue. Yeah, exactly. But he does it right in front of Batman, so of course Batman's going to be like, you crossed the line. Yeah. So now they have a reason for Superman and Batman to throw down in their fighting game. You know why there's no superheroes in Texas? Why is that? Because Texas don't need no damn superheroes. They take care of their own, man. <laughs> and so, someone, uh, someone F's up in Texas, they can just execute them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did. God. Yeah, they don't, they don't need superheroes. They just take care of shit. I, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm joking, kind of, you know. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, we're not trying to get political here. Although I'm going to get slightly political later, but in an well, awesome way. Well, they they do they do execute more people in Texas than uh, anywhere else combined ever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. And, and and I think George I think George W. Bush before he became president was on his way to set a record for number of people executed until the current governor took yeah. to like stepped up the killing. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. Yeah, Superman. I think Superman approves. Yeah. One bloody, bloodied hand with Joker's guts hanging off it. Well, all right. While we're political, let me just let me do my part because this is awesome. Oh, okay. All right. Well, first, you know, first of all, we're not a political podcast, so fuck, no. fuck anyone who you know is is like, <laughs> oh, don't give us your personal views. We're not trying to do that. We're just trying to tell you about movies and video games. But if you if you do not if you listen to our podcast and you don't live in the U.S., 
the U.S. has a gun problem. Lots of people get murdered by guns all the time. Yes. So we're not gonna do, we're not gonna get into that. But after the last tragedy in December, the Arizona, which is the craziest state in the U.S. <laughs> well, what I mean, like what it's like apples and oranges that are both crazy. Yeah. So there's a sheriff in Arizona who's very famous for being kind of like tough on criminals and stuff, and that's okay. But he decided he wants to, to you know protect schools mm-hmm. by forming a posse. A posse. A posse. So we're not talking actual deputized sheriffs. We're not talking law enforcement. We're talking about volunteers Gosh. form into a posse, and they're just going to kind of protect around schools. You know, we're not going to talk about whether this is a good idea or a bad idea. This is why this is why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> okay. Since they are not law men and law women, he's bringing in a specialist to train them, so they are <laughs> so they are actually so they're adequately trained to stop <sighs> anything that comes their way. So guess who he called to go help him? Oh man, the. The fattest Nolans accent having <laughs> judo wielding elbow breaker this side of a ham sandwich. Yeah, Steven Seagal, bitches. <laughs> Steven Seagal is training 3,500 posse volunteers. I mean, if you said Steven Seagal and 3,500, I would automatically assume pies. Yeah, so he's going to trade. <laughs> so he's training these people just in case, you know, there's another school disaster so they can adequately. Um, Respond to it. Like I said, we're not going to get into whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just want to talk about the fact that Steven Seagal <laughs> is now has his own army. Oh, my God. He has his own army. Oh, my God. He's personally training 3,500 people. He now has an army. They're going to follow him to whatever. They're going to do whatever he wants. <laughs> Think about this. You're like, to the taco truck. I mean, Steven Seagal is going to, tra- is going to teach the elbow-breaking move to 3,500 people. Now, That's, now, Stephen Skull wow. might be able to handle this responsibility, but he's training regular people. I don't know if I want 3,500 regular people with Stephen Seagal's death tactics, <laughs> because I can't. I don't know if I can trust those people. Oh my God! Like those. That, are, that, that's worse. That's worse than bringing guns into school. Is having Stephen Seagal train a bunch of people how to like break your elbow the wrong way. Dude, think about this: 3,500 people as a small army. You know what's going to happen? Is he's going to take over the state of Arizona. <laughs> He's going to declare martial law, which means his law. And when yes. they say that he can't do that, he's going to say he's above the law. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you, and we all know he's hard to kill. That's right. Well, it's because of the gelatinous mass between you and his vital organs. Arizona is going to be under siege. <laughs> and, and you need to know that if you're, if you're walking inside those borders, you are on deadly ground. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and if you did oh. not understand the eight Steven Skull movie titles we just said, get the fuck out of here. That's right. So Seagal's got his own personal army that he's training. I mean, it was one thing when he was training MMA fighters to right. fight in the ring. But now he's training people to be like him. This That's kind of amazing. Blows this my is mind. Kind of, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I've, I've seen this. All right. So this, this happened in Fallout 3, dude. So in like one of the corners of the map of DC, like uh, post-apocalyptic DC in Fallout 3, which is a video game. It's amazing. Play it. You have my copy. Play my copy, <laughs> yeah. Eric. Uh, there's this place called the Kingdom of Dave. Which is basically like this fenced-off walled village where uh, this guy, Dave, has been ruling uh, ever since he was elected king by uh, everybody else there. And, it's, and he basically just like is like stuffing the... There's this whole quest to like stuff the ballot box against Dave in the presidential election. But it's basically like Dave. There's like a museum dedicated to Dave. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. One of the many, many, many reasons, Eric, you should pick up that game I gave you and <laughs> give it a spin. I know, I know. But, uh, but first, first you got to get your Xbox, your Xbox fix, right? Yeah, I mean it's kind of working. Oh, that's good. Like we played a couple DVDs on it and stuff. Um, yeah, so I mean Steven Seagal, he's got his own posse. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Like, 
That's, I mean, you can't make that up. No. You know, it's like, that's just that's just insane. And here's the thing, though. Let's say he takes over the state of Arizona. Okay. And the president calls him. And the president, right. uh, you know, it's like, the president's like, I have the CIA. And he's like, Steven Seagal's like, I got my own army of <laughs> disciples. And he's like, okay, well, we have an Air Force. And Steven Seagal literally is going to say, well, we have a Hulk. Because... <laughs> He's gotten the Incredible Hulk, Lou Ferrigno, to join the posse. No. The Hulk has Disney. joined with Steven Seagal. Yeah! I can see I can see how that really how that could really work out. Because as everybody knows, Lou Ferrigno is like deaf in like one and a half ears. Right. So like like you know, if 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 he knows how to break your arm, which I'm sure he does, all you have to do is like get on like his bad side or just like catch him while he's accidentally turning into you and you're dead. Yeah. So I mean Steven Seagal, the Incredible Hulk. A crazy sheriff and thirty five hundred loyal soldiers. Let let's say armed loyal soldiers. Oh yeah, no, they, could, a lot of them do have permits to carry guns. So what's I mean, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I don't know, and, man. But hopefully, there's a reality crew there taping it. I know, and and when it does go wrong, like how many how many people with guns are going to be like it's mental health? Well, anyways, ah, anyways mental we, health kills well, everybody. We don't want to stumble into politics here. Okay, all right, sorry. You, you decide whether you like it or not. I'm just laughing at the fact that Steven Seagal and the Hulk are training 3,500 uh, normal people to become killing machines. So oh if you live in Arizona, <laughs> you might you might want to get out of there, or at well, least really. at least don't don't be in the drive through of like getting an out burger. You know, you know, Eric. I, you know, I, I feel for the people of Texas. I have friends from Texas, and uh, every time I talk to them, Texas, it seems, is a lot like New York State, uh, blue cities uh, surrounded by red everywhere. Uh, you know what I mean? Gonna, and that is that is just like, yeah, like no, no, that's just how it is. You know, like really liberal cities, and then like really conservative, like everything else. Okay. So. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, boring. <laughs> that, all right, all. let's get back to all the right. other shit. Yes, you're not allowed to talk anymore. <laughs> what? I said so, non-political. Right, so, check this out. All right, we're done. So, so, uh, Elder Geek, Minecraft multiplayer. I, I, I'm getting distracted. My wife, my wife is like licking the pierogi off this plate in front of me. She said it wasn't going to be distracting, and then she's like. Really, anyway, I thought right, I thought so. you were gonna say licking it off the floor, <laughs> licking it <laughs> off the floor because she's crazy. <laughs> I, I bet I bet she would if actually if a pierogi had fallen down and she would have gone for it. Push one off the floor. Push one on the floor right now. And just tell me how it happens. <laughs> you look, look at the plate. Do it. Push the pierogi on the floor. I can't. They're all done. She like when you lick the plate, that means the pierogies are already eaten. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's animal in there. I know, I know. Well, the, I guess I go. I don't get dinner because the work is all gone. Anyway, so, so, so Minecraft, so, Minecraft. So for some reason, Minecraft nah. is actually multiplayer. We just never knew that because you could never get an actual friend to play with you. What? Until, no. Until now. No, I, you know, I was having fun in single player, like doing my own thing, figuring it out one step at a time without an FAQ, and that run is on is on YouTube. But you know, I've I've kind of stopped for the last couple weeks because I feel like. I feel like like I know so much now that I like I went on to Elder Geek's multiplayer server and they basically schooled me. Mm. Like everything that they were able to do, they were like, "Oh yeah, there's an experience point system." What? And yeah, you use your experience points to enchant your items to make them badass. I'm like, "What?" And then they get they handed me like a diamond sword with all these like freaking like enchantments on it. I'm like, "What? The, what is happening?" And my and my mind exploded. Uh, but then I was like, okay, cool. And then I just went to school and, you know, I've been on that multiplayer server ever since. So, 
the dudes, the dudes over at Elder Geek, they invited me onto their uh, podcast. Uh, the other day, it's up. It's up on YouTube, so you can see like a flyby of like the current, uh, the current Fort Kickass, as they call it, which is just, just kind of insane. Like I'm sure there are like better and crazier Minecraft worlds out there, but it, it just really blew my mind, and now I've just been like working hard to make it like an amazing like Temple of Doom style fortress. Mm. So uh, we'll we'll link that on our Facebook page. Or you can uh, check out the video over at jumpmanpodcast.com. But I'm pretty proud. I'm pretty proud of how far I've come in that game without, like, having to resort to, like, go from the game to FAQs and back and forth and back and forth. Like, like some people, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. What he, yeah. What he said. <laughs> oh, and the guys are like, dude, where's Eric? Where's your brother? We got to get him in on this. On Minecraft? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, see, I I just didn't know if you have the if you have the balls to uh, to to start up uh, playing a, start up playing a shitty game that I don't like. You know, you maybe you wouldn't know until you tried it. So you're just building stuff and trying to survive. That's basically it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, name your favorite game. I'll break it down so it sounds shitty. Oh no, I just like killing stuff. Okay, there's a lot of that. In fact, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's got to half the game. Yeah, but I don't like building. I just like smashing. You know, I don't like making Legos. I like smashing Legos. Okay. Well, it's like it's like half building and then half half like killing, but most and then and then seventy percent mining. Oh. Once you really get in. Oh, mining. I don't know. I think it's like a game where like you can't really explain like how it's appealing Minecraft until like you actually like jump in and play it for a little while. But you know, if you're not into like building worlds, if you're more just like. If you just want to be like handed something like like a baseball bat, yes. <laughs> then uh, then I don't know if it's a game for you, but you know, all like there's a slot for you open on the on the multi server. I mean, let's think about it. Star Wars Battlefront. Pick a guy. Kill, kill, kill. Tenchu. Pick up a ninja sword. Go on a mission. Kill. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil. Kill. I mean, those are my kind of games. True. You know, Red Dead Redemption. Go kill. Oh yeah, Red Dead Redemption, dude. I think uh, what the mission you said uh, that that was like the last thing before you quit the game, the uh, the flowers for a lady. Yeah, yeah, you posted think, the ending that. That was crazy. Yeah, I thought that. I, I th- I'm pretty sure that was the the mission that kind of killed me too. That was the last one. Like, uh, it was uh, like I was halfway through the game, and they said now you have to go to Mexico to chase after the bad guy. And I was like, you know what? Before I start the next chapter of the game in Mexico, I just want to finish all my side quests. Right. And the last one I had was fucking picking all those flowers for that old man. And there was, like, one I just couldn't find. And I was like, eh, fuck it. And I just got bored. And and then you posted the ending when the guy, the total, like, Norman Bates psycho, his wife has been dead for years. A while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and and when I saw that, I was like, why the hell? I mean, it's a great twist, but, like, why the hell couldn't you have, like, fed me something to keep me into it instead of, like, turning this into, like, a crappy fetch quest with a with a slightly cool ending? Well, I mean, there's one thing, you know, but that's the coolest ending to every fetch quest right there. Yeah. Also, also I was playing multi... I got introduced to multiplayer in Red Dead Redemption, and then I was like, screw single player. Because, ah. like, cause at the time, like, the first leg of the game is just all fetch quests, and multiplayer, it's like, you're gangbanging, like, with with posses against real people, like, take it, like, in gun battles all the time. You see, I started playing solo quests, and I liked it. I like going being a bounty hunter i like just going into the saloon and starting fights and playing cards and stuff sometimes i didn't even go anywhere <laughs> so dumb but i i liked it <laughs> that's fun 
Nah, that's pretty cool. So, you know, that's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. So, so, all right. Big step was taken yesterday. I, I know you'll be proud. Okay. So, uh, I got my hands on a copy of the original 1977 Star Wars. Ooh. Yes. And it's like the original original. Okay. Like, and uh, and because I was like, you know, because uh, I feel like every this happens a lot. Where like me and my wife are like, hey, okay, all right, what do we, what do you want to do tonight? Oh, what about you? Oh, oh, hey, maybe we can watch a movie. What do you want to watch? Uh, I don't really know. Yeah, me neither. And it just kind of like, you know, it just kind of like goes off from there. Like nobody has any motivation to like pick something. Okay. So finally, I pick something. I'm like, all right, we're gonna watch original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And she agreed, so great. I had to, I had to find the original because you know I think you can. Uh, there are a few nefarious places online where you can stream the uh, like the re-released one with all uh, Lucas's garbage uh, in it. Yeah. But to find the original, it was kind of hard. You, it was tough. You realize our dad has the original on VHS, right? I know, but I don't have it on VHS. <laughs> it's not that hard to find it. <laughs> I know, and you can eBay it too. Just go but, home. You know. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. So without without having to drive seven hours, which I would have done, I think, <laughs> to pick it up, we watched the first twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. First twenty minutes, and and uh, so I'm I'm happy. We got twenty minutes in before she passed out. She's one of those movie people that you know passes out when you watch a movie. Okay, there's something something about like a dark room being kind of comfortable and like only really one light source signals in the brain that it's time to shut down. But we're 20 minutes in. We just got to the cantina scene, you know, with with the with the uh, Ben Kenobi chopping a dude's arm off. Yeah. And Lu- and Luke uh, not giving a crap that uh, this crazy stranger that he just met chopped a dude's arm off. So and we're gonna. I think we're gonna continue that tonight. So maybe in 20 minute chunks we will get through the original three movies. The best is when he. The best is when he chops the dude's arm off and it looks hollow on the inside. Yeah, you know that? Like it looks like just just <laughs> yeah. skin, and inside it was just all blood, and just all leaked out. Now the arm is hollow. Are we? Uh, was that before Raiders of the Lost Ark created the PG thirteen? Yeah, I mean this is seventy seven. Raiders was eighty one. I mean, I mean there there are a few things where um, I mean they basically cover up like nastiness. Oh, I like you the know, fact. Like, I don't. I mean, at the same time, you know, in Star Wars, you saw Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru's charred skeletons. That's true. And then all the Jawas were mass murdered, and they were burning their bodies on a fire. I mean, <laughs> while, while that is true, we didn't see, like, any blood. No. You know? Yeah. We, we didn't see it actually happen. We just saw kind of, like, the aftermath. Yeah. Now that Lucas has been ousted from Star Wars, did you notice that they all, they immediately um, said they were not going to re-release Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith on 3D later this year? You know, I was kind of looking forward to... <laughs> <laughs> to see maybe not going to the theater one last time but like maybe watching attack of the clones one last time so if, if anybody out there the next time and maybe the next time we're together eric we need to get some beer and play like attack of the clones drinking game i mean i have it on dvd somewhere so yeah. i mean no i'm just th- saying like you know, it was usually it was the lucas shameless money grab and now that they took it over they're like nah we're not gonna do that we're gonna make you guys wait until the new star wars movie to get pumped Right, and I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. Is like I'm gonna watch the original three unaltered movies, 
and then I'm just going to be like ready. I'm like it's like a hard reset on Star Wars. Yeah, it's, for me. it's great. Like you know, uh, someday our kids are going to be old enough to watch Star Wars, and we're just going to never tell them about the prequels. We're going to watch the first three, yes. and then the new ones. Yeah, if if they're good, we'll see. Uh, I'm assuming they will be. And now, you got all this talk about all these um, side movies, all these solo movies. And they're yeah, just like, oh, cares? maybe Yoda or maybe Han Solo when he was a young dude. You know, uh, I think the, I think a, a, a Boba Fett movie would be cool, but mm-hmm. I really don't want to see a Yoda movie. And I really don't – I don't think anyone will be able to agree on who should play a young Han Solo. So let's not do that one either. Right. And, you know, we don't really need that. You know, that character served his purpose in the in the movies, mm-hmm. in, the pre, in, the, in, the, in the real Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't need to see him again. Yeah. You know, create somebody new. Yeah, I don't need to see Justin Timberlake as Han Solo. No. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's. I just. I don't need to see someone from Gossip Girl playing Han Solo. A Boba Fett movie would be cool because he doesn't take his mask off. You know. Yeah, I mean, but you know, in the hands of somebody who can really do well. Well, suppo- you know? supposedly the rumor is that the guy that wrote Empire Strikes Back is writing one of these solo movies. Okay. So him, I trust. Maybe. I mean, maybe. He's writing, maybe he's maybe he's writing a treatment. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. I mean, I would see. I would see. Um, you know, if Rodriguez directed <laughs> a, a star like a Star Wars spinoff, I would see it. That would be kind of crazy. I would love it. I, mean, I when you said Boba Fett, I was like, okay, it needs to be like Inglorious Bounty Hunters. Well, now we're talking Tarantino. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, like, if Robert Rodriguez did, I could see him making a bounty hunter movie, like all the bounty hunters, like like those two books that came out, the Bounty Hunter Wars. That would be awesome. He would do a good oh, yeah. as long as he doesn't let Antonio Banderas play in it. You know, <laughs> but but you know, Machete has to be in it. He could let Machete be in it. That'd be fine because he looks like an alien now. <laughs> so he's crag face. <laughs> <laughs> He'd show up and all the other ones would be like, who the hell's the weird guy? Yeah. So, yeah, I could see Robert Rodriguez doing a Bounty Hunter movie because then there's, there'd be some sexy chicks in it, too. Yeah, dude, exactly. I mean, like, they got, they got, uh, what was it, Planet Terror? He got, uh, whatchamacallit, he got Fergie to be in that movie. I was like, oh, sweet. This is how I want to see Fergie all the time. Yeah, getting her, her, her legs ripped off. Yeah, and her brains taken out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I still think Star Wars would be good. We can just forget the prequels ever happened. So, yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, that was Lucas's mad ramblings, and uh, maybe, maybe in the future, Eric, in a perfect world, we would have easy access to the original unaltered movies, and finding the uh, prequels would just be like impossibly hard. No, it's gonna happen. The, they're gonna release. Everyone want Disney's got to make their four billion back. They're gonna release the original ones now. So count on it. I hope so. That'd be cool. In the, in the in the meantime, I'm keeping the torrent up. Yeah, <laughs> the original. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm sick, so I gotta go. Oh damn, dude! And I'm sick too, but maybe not as sick. Yeah. So, um, you know, stop smashing other cars on the highway, and I'm gonna go uh, take some drugs. You know, for 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 the record, <laughs> for the record, maniacs, if you're driving in a packed highway with like cars to your left, right, front, and back, just give yourself a little bit more space between uh you know uh, yourself and the car in front of you it should be like 12 car lengths because that's how much uh how long it'll take you mm-hmm. like 12 seconds i think uh if you slam on your brakes uh before you rear end them let's let, let's admit it you know what what really happened was 
you were street racing against Vin Diesel, <laughs> and you almost beat him. And Vin Diesel's like, doesn't matter if an inch or a mile, win is a win, and he took your car. I can see that. You know, when Vin, when Vin Diesel retires, I think our brother is going to step up and be Vin Diesel. Yeah. I can just see him. He kind of looks like him, too. Be awesome. Riddick for life. Yeah. Well, you saw, I don't you probably didn't watch Super Bowl, but they actually had the new preview to Fast and Furious 6. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I was too busy watching the trailer for Blubberella. Oh, the Rock, the Rock, who was the bad guy, kind of, in 5, who's hunting them. The mm-hmm. Rock has now teamed up with Vin Diesel and the crew. Of course, because they're like, yo, The Rock sells movie tickets. Yeah. All right, bring him back. Yeah, so now instead of being in the government hunting him, now he's like, I need your guys' help. <laughs> they're like, oh, what? Well, we get full pardons. And so, uh, so now The Rock has teamed up with them, so it's going to be awesome. And they're taking on a tank. It looks like Grand Theft Auto, the real-life video game. Awesome. So maybe this will be like... Fast and the Furious will somehow tie into Death Race 3000. Well, Death Race 3 just came out. Oh, it's okay. another prequel with some of the less successful actors from the original movie. Wait, wait. So so it's like a prequel to the movie? Like, So did, did, did they get killed off before? Well, so, all right. So Death Race 1 was Death Race. Death okay. Race 2 was a prequel to Death Race 1. Uh-huh. Death Race 3 is in between Death Race 1 and 2. So okay. it's the second prequel taking place before the original. Weird, but I thought the second one tied right into the first oh, one. Oh, shit, yeah. Well, I don't know, but Frankenstein is still in it. And um, <laughs> Is it like Twisted Metal 4 where they just don't give a crap well, anymore? Well, because fucking Liu Kang is back, and Liu Kang died in the first one. Oh, so shit, Liu Kang. So it's definitely a prequel. Robin Shu? Yeah, so it's definitely a prequel. I mean, he was, as in, long as he, he was in both of the other l- ones. As long as he gets to say... You are the chosen one. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's definitely a prequel. Maybe I'm not sure exactly where it falls into, but <coughs> it's there. So I need, uh, I need to uh, see it. I like Death Race. Yeah, maybe it'd be like Ghost Rider 2 where they just throw shit out the window. Why not? Yeah, exactly. They're like, did, did anybody care if we just change shit and he can just ride during the day? No? Yeah, All right, cool. 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 Well, I got to get the fuck out of here. All right, go go cough and be sick somewhere. Yeah, you know it. So check us out, uh, guys. We're all over the interweb. We're on eldergeek.com. We're on jumpmanpockets.com. We're on iTunes. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on retrowartv.com if you can find where they fucking hit us. Because wait, 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 we're no, no longer we're no longer above the fold now. Yeah, so. it's, it's sad, but the, no, we're we're not going to be on the big uh, main part of the site. But we're down we're we're down on the features, which is still visible. You know, just. But it's not as big. So just scroll down, which nobody does on websites anymore, and look for us. We're under the section of uh, where they put other shows that have been on there for three years. Come on. <laughs> loyal, we don't... loyal shows that have been supplying new content every week for two and a half years. So we're, we're, on. we're on the bottom. You, you know, if we talk more about video games, we'll be up there on the top. I know, but it still stings. You know what? It still stings. Thanks, I thanks, know, guys. Back a year ago when you guys had, like, no <laughs> new content and we were, like, all the shit on the top of the page, you guys liked us then, and now we're buried. So, I mean, cool. I'm glad their site's more successful now. So, <laughs> I'm, 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 happy for, I'm happy that the people that work on Retro are, are you know. Come on, dude. They're good. They're good dudes. Lance is a good guy. I'm not, I'm on, not, saying, I'm not saying they're not good. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for their success. It's just, it's you true. know kind of stings that we're we're being shunned actually actually no i I don't think it's shunning i think it's just that they just have so much more content now that they're that they they have the freedom now to be like all right just just retro games because it is retro wear 
TV. TV. We just talked about <laughs> fucking retro TV. We just talked about Transformers the movie for yeah. 15 minutes. Then we talked about a new DC video game for 10 minutes. And then we backtracked into Steven Seagal. It's true. So, you know, I, you know, I understand it. It's like, you know, it's like when a college football player goes pro to the NFL and he dumps, mm-hmm. he dumps the girlfriend that's been by his side for a while. <laughs> so he can start. <laughs> well, he didn't dump them. So he, no, no, no. He dumps. <laughs> we're, we're the girlfriend. Oh. And then he dumps her <laughs> to start dating, you know, the hot chicks that are that are attainable now so it's awesome so wait so so if this relationship thing would be true then it would be like if, if we were still like getting some from the side from the, our ex-boyfriend yeah yeah we, we've been cast aside we, i mean i like the stuff that is above us though i mean power strip is a fucking awesome cartoon strip absolutely dude so that's pretty awesome but you know it's too bad we're not up there anymore we're in the minor leagues so anyways find <laughs> us on itunes because it's much easier to find us there Oh, we're the farm team for RetroWear. Oh, yeah. things are going good. They don't need us anymore. <laughs> so it's been real. No, we love we love you, RetroWear. It's tough. It's tough being at features. Yep. All right, dudes. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week, unless you know, <laughs> who the fuck knows? Yeah. Peace. Jumpman engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall.